1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan.
2: Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to see. I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world
0: nobody but Jesus most stage right and David brought a rock to a sword fight you picked 12 our nobody would have chosen and changed the world
3: well, oh welcome so to faith in the zone on'm 1250 Everybody a.m the fan I am Mike McGivern again fine solo this week I look forward to having Pastor Ken Keltner back in studio with me one day but it's been a while if you uh you want to hang out with Pastor and I, Sunday's Brookside Baptist Church is where to go. I am the uh, valet driver. The last couple of weeks, I've been on the, I, man, the IR, as they'd call it. Hurt my back for the first time in my life, and and uh, I now have all kinds of respect for anybody that has an issue with their back. Never had that before, and it has, uh, it has taken some time to get uh, back on my feet a little bit, but we've got a, a plan to take care of this thing, and I look forward to that. But I should be there on Sunday, normally, and I'll I'll valet your car. You just stop in, and uh, I, my wife and I sit in the back on the right at that early service, come in and listen to Pastor Ken Keltner preach, and he feeds the flock. And he uh, he does an awfully good job up at Brookside Baptist Church. If you listen to this show very seldom, I, I can count on one hand the time that we have a repeat guest. And because of this back issue, I, I don't sleep much, and I was driving into the office um, early, I actually late at night it would have been, and I turned on a sports station and I heard Roman Gabriel III on, and I went, man, Lord, thank you. I I would love to have have him back. We have not had him on Faith in the Zone in about six years, so it's been a while, and uh, I got a hold of him today, and he said, you bet. Let's uh, let's do it. I'd be more than willing to do that. He's got some new things going on in his life, and one thing that he was doing last time we talked that's really taken off. We are now joined for the entire show, Roman Gabriel III. Hey, Roman, how you been?
4: Great, uh, Mike. Great to be with you again, and uh, doing doing really well. Blessed.
3: Man, that's awesome. For people that don't know, um, look, I was a big fan, obviously, of, of Roman Gabriel. He was a quarterback for the L.A. Rams. Um, look, I'm a grandfather of almost five grandsons now. And uh, I can tell you that that Roman Gabriel was one heck of a quarterback, and his son was as well. That's for sure. And Roman Gabriel III has spent his life, and I'm, I'm reading this, uh, playing, coaching, and broadcasting passionately, telling life-changing stories of high-impact sports and entertainment personalities. And I can tell you that some of the things he's doing right now are incredible. And I want to start with, you were doing this last time we talked, but it has really blown up. Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman, is, is something that, that you started a long time ago. And the mission is to educate, encourage, and challenge students to live a life of alcohol and drug abstinence while delivering an intentional, interactive, Um, video life skills over a health, wellness, and fitness education program. And this is for middle school kids, correct?
4: Uh, Actually, 6th grade middle schoolers and ninth grade high school students. Uh, We also do it for early college students as well as for alternative schools.
3: Oh, that's awesome. You know, I I don't know if there's been a time, at least in my life, and I'm 61 years old, that, that we need something like Sold Out Youth Foundation, more in our world than we do today.
4: Well, you know, that problem of, of you know, I was just, as you called today uh, for this interview, um, sitting down to do a grant for one of the schools that we deal with and explaining to this group of people that, uh, you know, just during the pandemic, you know, we have 30 percent of 13 to 17 year old teenagers that have some sort of depression or anxiety disorder because of the pandemic, uh, and 25% increase in uh, suicides for seniors in high school. Um, This is being ignored. Um, uh, Everybody's concerned about putting masks on these kids, but what they're not concerned about is their mental health. And what we're doing with our sold-out is really stepping in the gap for these kids who are not being helped with this problem. You know, schools are not addressing it. In fact, they're cutting PE and health programs, uh, you know, with distance learning, they can only do four core courses. So PE has been part of that attrition, athletics part of that attrition. And now with this Delta variant that you're hearing schools wanting to go back to full mask and potential semi or distance learning again. And uh, our kids just don't know if they're coming or going. So, What we've been able to do is to create a 100% online program for students uh, that they can get true information and help uh, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at soldouttv.com, which is our official website, which delivers all of our tools to schools and students. And so what we did with distance learning is, is we created a fitness, health, and wellness page for our program where kids could use their phone or their tablet or computer and do their exercise at home. We also brought in professionals from the mental health realm, from childhood psychologists, uh, as well as trainers and workout specialists that were sports specific, uh, where kids could do these workouts and get this information that's so critical right there in their home. Uh, So uh, this year, uh, we've spoken to schools. They're very happy and excited that we're able to talk about things like goal setting, which they don't have time to do, deliver a drug and alcohol education program that's 100% abstinence program, which they don't have time to do. So um, we are fulfilling something that's desperately needed right now, especially with the pandemic, and we're excited the kids have responded so positively. We see 75% of middle school students, sixth grade students that will take our three-step online accountable pledge. So uh, we also, you know, for this show, um, you know, faith is a big part of the delivery system um, with sports and entertainment personalities that speak into the importance of a total approach to life balance, which includes a belief in God. So uh, we've been able to, through these incredible athletes and coaches and artists and musicians and others that these kids know and that they look up to, to be able to speak into um, what they're going through, as well as to have a positive role model uh, that they can ignite their passion and uh, realize that that difficulty, struggle, tribulation are part of life, and it's how you deal with it coming out the other end, and that's uh, what we focused on with our program.
3: We're talking to Roman Gabriel III and Sold Out Youth Foundation. It's really easy. One word, soldouttv.com. Soldouttv.com, Roman. I I, I was doing uh, working out at a place called Nine Round, and this was probably four months into kind of the lockdown. So if it if it started in March, April, May, you know, sometime in in that t- uh, frame. And there's a woman that I would see there that is an incredible athlete, and goes through. And she normally will go through 18 rounds, so she'll she'll go through this twice, and sometimes a third time. And I was talking to her, and she works for a psychiatric hospital here in in the Milwaukee area. And I said, hey, what has this done for you? Because she works with kids 7 to 17. And she shook her head, and she said, Mike, I have never been more afraid, and I've never been busier. I said, really? And she said, Mike, they, they have no idea what they're doing to these kids by by not letting them around their friends, not letting them play, not letting them go to practice, keeping them at home, and I'm seeing more depression. And I've got these grandkids, Roman, and I said, can you give me some ideas on, on just really easy, basic things I should look for? And she said, here are the two most basic for you. Your, your, your grand, oldest grandson is 11 and then 9 and, and even the 8-year-old. For the kids, that, the, the kids that talk all the time, they never stop talking. Yep, 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 yep. If they're the ones that all of a sudden have shut down and they're not talking anymore, you need to pay attention. Or the kids that are normally really quiet, all of a sudden they're bouncing off the walls and they won't be quiet. You need to pay attention. The kids, that their eating habits are so important right now. And the kid that normally doesn't eat much, all of a sudden he's eating everything in the house. Or the kid that normally eats everything in the house isn't eating pay attention because depression is setting in and you have to really focus and and look you want to turn on Fox News and watch what's happening in the world watch what's happening in your home and watch what's happening with your grandkids and she said Mike I can I can't tell you how busy I am right now with kids between the age of 7 and 17 and people that are sitting up in the boardroom don't know this and I'm afraid and this woman just shocked me Roman it shocked me because I, I just, I never thought too much about that. And when you said that, you know, you're right. The depression for these kids is incredible. And I don't know, the adults that are running the room, I don't know if they notice it.
4: Well, unfortunately, you know, this this goes farther than COVID. Before COVID, we were still in a position at schools where um, schools, schools have... Uh, sold their soul for testing curriculums and the problem that we have in public schools today is is that that testing curriculum starts first day of school and you know i've actually had school systems tell me that they didn't have 35 minutes for me to come and deliver my program in their school uh to provide these tools for kids teachers and counselors uh because this they just didn't have time um and you know one of the things that we did when the pandemic hit, which a lot of people had to look at their programming and look at how they worked and looked at the way that they were going to continue on. Uh, and, you know, we were one of those, you know, organizations that that needed the PPP loan from the government to get us through uh, March, April, and May, so that we could totally re- retool, uh talk to the schools about what would be needed for distance learning and then work. Uh, Fortunately, we were blessed to work with a school system where I live that does care about the kids and really wanted to see this program in there. And so they helped us uh, put together the program, the curriculum, and then helped us through some of the peaks and valleys that we had to learn in dealing online with kids as opposed to being face-to-face in a school. So um, it's a serious problem. I don't think we're going to know the long term uh, results of this for quite some time. Uh, but, you know, I just wish that the school systems would put as much attention into what the kids are dealing with with COVID and the mental and physical and emotional challenges that they're feeling as as they are about so serious about putting masks on kids.
3: Hey, guy, guy, listeners, I, I hear from you guys all the time, and a number of you guys are administrators in schools listen to what 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 roman is saying we're going to talk throughout this show about this and and because of of COVID and because of how they've had to kind of adjust by by doing things on zoom and doing some things that they can now work school with schools all over the country and they're starting to do that but you guys that talk to me every week send me text messages or or meet me at you know the grocery store and say hey look man i loved You know this guy on Faith and Zone. I love that guy. You administrators and you teachers, you pay special attention to what he's saying. And he is this company is available here in Milwaukee. He doesn't have to come here. You know we can we could. You know I'd love to have him at Brookside Baptist Church. But I'm telling you, soldouttv.com, soldouttv.com. Let me just read one testimony from you for you. And this shocked me. This is a a student from Dunn Middle School. They didn't put his name in, and I'm happy about that, but this is a middle school young person who said this. I did this pledge with Sold Out Youth Foundation. I did this pledge because I was going through a a lot of suffering in silence for so long. This is a middle school person. I've been suffering in silence for so long. The only way anybody found out um, what was going on was because of the class I was doing, we were writing an assignment, and we had to write how we felt. And it just poured, it all poured out on that piece of paper. That's what this, that's what Sold Out Foundation allows these kids and helps them and helps administrators help these kids. I mean, I, I could read the parent one that I that I put that I pulled out, and I have an assistant superintendent for accountability that talked what a big how sold out foundation has helped them. Um, but that one jumped off the page and I highlighted it twice. A middle school, a young middle school kid. I did this pledge because I was going through a lot of suffering in silence for so long. That brings tears to my eyes when I was that age. I didn't even know what suffering was. Suffering was if I didn't get a chance to get on the playground enough, right? I didn't get to go enough to play basketball enough. That was suffering for me. Not this kid. Not this one. And what Sold Out sold out Youth Foundation did for this, this young middle school kid was, look, I was able to pour it all out on, on a piece of paper and got help because of it. So you guys that talk to me on a weekly basis about this show that work in schools around here— You better be calling me and asking me about Sold Out Youth Foundation. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want to hear from you guys saying what can we do, how can we? What do you have any suggestions for us? Yeah, I do. Here it is. I did. I was on this website for an hour and fifteen minutes today. That's because it was so interesting to me, and this is the man who was doing it. And look, I'd love to talk to him about his dad and what a great quarterback he was. I'd love to talk about him and his NFL days as a quarterback and his days in the USFL and his days coaching football at uh, Arizona Western. I'd love to do that, but not today. Today, we are we are talking about Sold Out Youth Foundation. We're also going to talk about the Roman Gabriel Show podcast, which is phenomenal. And we're going to get to that later in the show. But today, Sold Out Youth Foundation It's soldouttv.com. I need you to go there and take a look at it and contact these guys. And if you're feeling led during this show to give to this mission, and that's what this is, this is a ministry, this is what this is. He's helping people. He's helping our young people now almost all over the country, and he can do it right here in Milwaukee if given the chance, soldouttv.com, to donate to them. You go to that website, very easy way to do it, or you can text soldout20 to 484848. Let me do that again. You can text, sold out 20, the number 20, to 48,4848, and donate 20, 50, 100 bucks. Allow this Allow this ministry to continue. On the other side of the break, we're going to ask Roman Gabriel III for his testimony, and I promise. we'll talk about the Roman Gabriel Show podcast a little bit later in the show. This is faith in the zone. On 12:50 a.m, the fan.
1: More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan.
2: I'm just a nobody, Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me For the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see
0: nobody but Jesus. Moses had stage fright and David brought a rock to a sword fight, you picked 12 outside nobody would have chosen.
3: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, the fan. I am Mike McGivern, our special guest, Roman Gabriel III, and we're going to talk about the Roman Gabriel Show podcast a little bit later in the show because, man, I'm going to recommend that you go and listen. It's a really good show. He's had some unbelievable guests on that show. That first segment, we talked a lot about Sold Out Youth Foundation, and when when we went to a break... You know, we both started laughing because Roman said, "Hey, man, you're about as passionate about this kind of stuff as I am." And I said, "I am." Roman, I, I coached basketball for 36 years, and and I have these grandkids, and I'm I'm afraid. You know, this if I'm if I was that age and I was going through it, I'd figure it out. But I don't know if they're capable of that yet. And uh, well,
4: all all we can do, all we can do is 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 you know trust trust the lord and use our talents and abilities positively to uh to speak into this you know in a case in our situation this is just a message for parents um you know there are answers um for your kids and like mike said earlier you have to pay attention right now overly pay attention because your kids are going through some very difficult stuff and every time they feel like they're back to normal they get hit in the knocked down again and told that this is what we've got to do. Uh, so a lot of kids are without hope. A lot of kids are frustrated. A lot of kids are angry, and a lot of kids are depressed. Uh, but you can go to our website for real answers from professionals that uh, speak into this problem. Uh, one of the things we realized is uh, is importance. You know, drugs and alcohol for kids happens because of depression, happens because they're frustrated, happens because they don't have hope. So if we can get to the root problem, which is to keep kids challenged, excited, passionate about their future, hopeful, Um, and the way that we've done that with our program is to focus on this uh, COVID issue and what are the byproducts mentally and emotionally for kids with COVID. So if you go to our fitness, health, and wellness page, which is right on the home page and click on it, we have health professionals, mental health professionals, uh, childhood behavioralists, exercise and nutrition professionals that will speak common sense to you about some of the things that you could be doing for your students right now. Um, And they're easy. They're in video form, two to three minutes long, very specific. Uh, And the kids have responded. Uh, I had a kid from uh, one school that got that. We get hundreds of letters from kids. But he said, I thought sold out was helpful because it taught me some ways on how to cope with COVID-19 and other helpful life tips. So Um, You know, we also have a Facebook page called Sold Out Students Sold Out that is specifically for parents, um, where you can get information, statistics, and other things that your kids are dealing with. Um, We realize how difficult it is right now, so we want to give parents all the help that they can get. So you can get that through your telephone easily, safely, fast, uh, your iPad, or on your computer at soldouttv.com. Then. We will continue to update that, continue to bring new information, and continue to give you encouragement and real-life answers for your kids from professionals.
3: Man, I I can tell you that um, the the, other—and what a perfect segue for this really quickly—the other. The other testimony that I that I read was from a parent, and it's a little bit longer, but it was really powerful. And it says this, I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Gabriel prior to the sold-out alcohol abstinence presentation for the first flight middle school, where my daughter, who was in, in eighth grade, we watched together and discussed the content She took the pledge immediately after finishing. I experienced in real-time application of this pledge. We're on vacation with another family who had decided that their daughter may have a drink in quotations here and there. It was not even a temptation for my daughter having committed earlier to signing this pledge offered by Sold Out. I I highly recommend the Sold Out program as a regular integrated part uh, for Deer County students learning and growing. What this did was it gave the eighth grade daughter this, She look, she doesn't have to feel peer group pressure. This is what I got out of, out of what Joan wrote. She can say, look, I, I'm not drinking. I sold this pledge, and, I, and you know what? I signed this pledge. I signed it, and, and that's it. I'm not drinking because, look, I have this pledge that I made, and I keep my pledges. I keep my promises. And so this, the, the, the other part where the mom said, look, we discussed the content together. What a great way. Look, as, as a parent, I know that's a difficult kind of conversation to have with your eighth grade child about drinking well, and doing point, that stuff.
4: That's the point of the pledge, Mike, is we we realize that for parents, sometimes it can be awkward. Sometimes it can be embarrassing. Sometimes you don't want your kid to think, hey, if I talk to them about drugs and alcohol, maybe they're going to do it. Um, but it, it's, it's a very uncomfortable conversation. and It is even for professionals. And um, so what we wanted to do through our pledge program is uh, point number three of our pledge. The first part is I'm going to be drug and alcohol absent and be committed to that daily. The second is I'm going to hold my close friends accountable so there's accountability and positive peer pressure. And then the, the, the third part of the pledge is I'm going to go home and I'm going to discuss this with my parent or guardian. And so we're telling you, parent, that that our program is setting you up. So you know you can be ready for your student to come home and have this conversation, and uh, you know we hope when the student says to a parent, you know, will you help me in this pledge? The parents say, "Yeah, hey, I'm in this with you." Because one of the biggest reasons why kids turn to alcohol is that the alcohol is available at home, and that uh, you know, and I I decided early on with with our kids that. Um, you know, me having the freedom to have a drink, and we're not talking about adults over 21, that's that's legit. Some people are okay with that. But there are a lot of kids that come from families like mine where alcoholism was prevalent and it is something that is passed down. And students should really have that. You should have that talk with your students if you have people in your family hereditarily that have struggled with alcohol because it can skip a generation. Uh, yeah. But it is it is that's fact. Uh, so you know we 're really not doing our kids you know a service if we 're not speaking to them about this on a regular basis and unfortunately, um, our society glorifies it unfortunately you know uh, it, it 's a problem but for but for me, I just decided that me having the freedom to have a drink, part of that is my Christian faith. part of that is just common sense of saying, "I would much rather have kids see me as an adult." To, Asking them to do something that I do myself. So, I've not had a drink in 17 years, and the reason I am so passionate about this program is I had a brother who was an alcoholic for over 20 years, a grandmother who died of alcohol-related, you know, situation, and uh, many players and coaches that I've dealt with in my, you know, college and professional career, uh, even in high school, that it ruined their their dream, it ruined their opportunity to get what they wanted in life, and. You know, with social networking and social media being so prevalent and peer pressure, um, if a kid makes a mistake today, it's it's multiplied by a hundred. Um, where when we were in school, you know, you went to the principal, and it's like, hey, nobody else knew about it. You you know, you went home, and your parents gave you worse than the principal, uh, but you weren't you know ostracized and 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 stuck out, you know, with your friends. And so ours is a positive peer pressure to say if 70% of your middle school students looking around the room or agreement with you that you want to be alcohol abstinent and that you don't want to drink, then it's really the peer pressure on the 30% who maybe haven't decided or are doing it. Uh, and, you know, let me be honest with you, parents, 28% of middle school students are going to try alcohol for the first time. That's legit. That's CDC numbers.
3: Wow. That's a scary number. Sold out youth foundation. Again, he's Roman Gabriel, the third, Soldouttv.com. Look, I, I, I that first segment, I kind of took the task some of the teachers, and administrators that listen to the show. Now I'm going to talk to you, grandparents and parents. You know, go to Soldouttv.com. Go to it, and you're going to learn a lot of lessons there. But it, you also, then, when you when you're in the school, you might want to bring this up and say, "Look, we we have cut a lot of budgets here." You know, we might not be doing a good enough job with our kids as we're starting to come back into the classroom. Here's a great way to get involved in this. SoldOutTV.com and let somebody like Roman Gabriel III, who has such a strong passion and love for this, let his team guide you through how to get involved in this. Again, SoldOutTV.com. Roman, we only have a few minutes and I apologize to you for that within this segment. Um could you, give us, uh, could you give us your testimony here in this segment? And then in the third and fourth segment, I got a couple other questions for you regarding uh, the Roman Gabriel Podcast Show podcast and a couple more with Sold Out Youth Foundation. But if uh, normally in the second segment with Faith in the Zone, we ask uh, our guests to share their testimony, would you be willing to do that for us?
4: Love to. Uh, real quickly, parents, 25 counties we've serviced in North Carolina over the years uh, with this program. And if we were not, in that school, there would be no drug and alcohol abstinence program, or alcohol, or any type of education program. Mm. So that's the cuts That's the decision most schools have made. Um, it's it's you know, it's the reality. So as parents, you guys are going to have to stand up and say, "Hey, we want this for our kids. We want a alcohol drug abstinence program." So uh, I just encourage you. We're at a time right now where parents have to speak up. You know, uh, administrators will listen in numbers if you guys will, you know, don't be afraid to challenge what's going on with your kids, because you're the only one that can do it. Um, as far as my testimony, is real simple. I uh, I grew up in a, a family that went to church. My parents took me to church and uh, started out in a Baptist church, and I believed in God. Uh, and, you know, it was through sports that God reached me. Um, you know, I had a, a Baptist pastor that was our, fo- our Pop Warner football coach, and he decided to take us to see Billy Graham at, uh, Angel Stadium where, you know, I grew up in the LA area. And, uh, we went to, you know, in, when I was nine years old to, uh, Billy Graham crusade, The you know, the stands were packed. Uh, of course, Billy Graham gave an you know, his simple, passionate, uh, you know, not making excuses, uh, you know, just giving the gospel message, the good news about Jesus Christ and making it very simple about what a Christian was. And, it was the first time that I had ever heard the gospel message that clearly to where I realized that it wasn't enough just to go to church or read the Bible. Uh, but, you know, you had to make a personal decision, each person, about what who Jesus Christ is, and that He died and was raised from the dead, and that if you gave your heart to the Lord, then you would be saved, have eternal life, and have your sins forgiven, and uh, start a new life, and, uh, you know, with, with with Jesus being your coach. And uh, for me, that was very simple decision to make, and about three years later at a church camp, uh, I grew up during the Jesus movement, and, you know, it was very in-your-face and had, you know, three strangers that I had never met asked me if I had ever received Christ as my personal Savior, and I said, well, I'm a Christian. I mean, I, I believe in God, and they said, well, but have you ever invited Christ to be your Savior? Have you ever been, you know, made that decision, you know, yourself? And I said, no, I've never done that. And they basically grabbed my hands and said, hey, you know, know, we need to pray. And are you ready to pray? Are you ready to ask Jesus to come in your life? And, you know, when I was, you know, had those decisions to to make, you know, whether I wanted to go to hell or heaven, and that was the way to go to heaven, it was a real simple decision for me at 13. So I made a decision to receive Christ as my Savior, and uh, that was the turning point in my life. And you know, from that point on, I, you know, I had to learn what discipleship was, I had to learn what it was to walk with God daily, and that happened through, again, football, uh, through being involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, being involved with Athletes in Action in college, uh, being uh, discipled and being mentored, and looking at what a Christian athlete really was through my two roommates that I had in college at the University of New Mexico, who not only were great football players, which I respected because football was so important to me, uh, but you know, lived their life for the Lord. But were still everything they needed to be, and were balanced in their life. So um, that was that was a real eye opener for me. Uh, and of course, football and Christianity for me have gone together, and that's why we started the Sold Out Youth Foundation uh, was to take what is the most important thing to our society, which is we spend more time and money on sports and entertainment than anything in this country, um, and that people are going to listen to a Christian quarterback like a Kurt Warner um, with more attentiveness than they will a pastor. That's, you know, that's truth. Not great, but it's true. So we decided that we were going to spread the gospel through something that people had Uh, You know, something that people could come together with, which was sports that didn't have the political end um, that everybody could understand. Uh, And, of course, with growing up in that background, it was real simple to take uh, my love for sports and passion for sports and my passion for the Lord and put those things together.
3: Amen. He is Roma Gabriel. Now you guys see why I was so excited to get him on for a second time. (laughs) What a great testimony. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. Again, we talked a lot about Sold Out Youth Foundation, soldouttv.com to get more information. I want on the other side of the break to talk a little bit about the Roman Gabriel Show podcast. And I'll give you a website on the other side of the break on where you could find that, but it's pretty easy. Uh, The Roma Gabriel Show podcast is what we'll talk about on the other side. And that last segment, it's going to be very short, last two segments. That last segment, I'm going to ask him the same question I've been asking people the last year in the last segment. If I gave him every team he's ever played for, from Pop Warner, Little League Baseball, all the way up playing in the USFL and the NFL, and I put all those uniforms in the closet and it said you can pick one uniform, what uniform do you pick to play one more game and who do you play against? And we'll ask him that in the last segment. He, again, he is Roman Gabriel III. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan.
1: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250
2: AM, The Fan. I'm just a Trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world
0: to see nobody but Jesus. When we'll Moses stage fright, David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders. Nobody would have chosen. And you changed the world. Well, the well, welcome the
3: back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 Everybody's AM. The fan. I am Mike McGivern, our special guest. So Man, he's really a good one. And I am so encouraged with our conversation. He is Roman Gabriel III and uh, sold-out youth foundation we've talked a lot about. What we haven't talked much about is the Roman Gabriel Show podcast. Go to romangabrielshow.com, and I was on that website for a little bit. I, Roman, I haven't done a ton of real work today, because I was on soldouttv.com a lot, and then I was on romangabrielshow.com, and uh, let's talk a little bit about this show, man. It sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing it. Uh,
4: you know, it, it's an extension of our ministry and mission. You know, we're all about faith, family, and sports, so... You know, so many shows out there today are all about scores and all about injuries and all about gossip and all about, you know, covering the games. And I decided, you you know, I, and that's how I started my career, was doing that, you know, back in the late 90s. And uh, I just realized that there were stories that weren't being told, that um, we were so, uh, you know, with all of the deadlines and, and, and with all the things that are day-to-day, um, people want to hear positive stories. They want to hear real stories. They want to hear you know, how these stories can impact their life. And so the Roman Gabriel show, uh, com, is simply a, a, a podcast with high impact people from sports and entertainment who have lived their life for two reasons, because they have faith and, and because they want to make a difference with their platform, which is something we talk to kids about all the time, about using your platform, that everyone has a platform, that everybody influences someone uh, or a group of people, some people larger. The group of people we talked to on, on the Roman Gabriel show, you know, they can impact millions of people. So um, it's always interesting to hear their stories about how uh, their profession has impacted their life and how they make a difference in others' lives. So um, if you like great stories and, and things that you can say, you know, hey, that's something I could do, or or that sounds like something I've been through. Uh, Because a lot of these people that we talk with have been through terrible things, struggles, difficulties, which we all do. And we're living in that time right now. So there's a couple of things off limits on my show. We don't talk about COVID. We don't talk about social justice. We don't talk about – we rarely, rarely talk about politics unless it's with a politician. Uh, So it's a show about life, uh, about real life.
3: Man, that's awesome. Again, it is uh, romangabrielshow.com. Roman And, and again, when you're listening to this, he, he's qu- he's a great storyteller. That's for sure. And he has, he has done a lot in his life. And, and think about the amount of pressure that he grew up. His dad was Roman Gabriel for the Rams. You know, he was the man. And I'm, I'm sure that he grew up, you know, that was his dad, but to everybody else, he was Roman Gabriel, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. And he, he was a heck of a quarterback himself he played, uh, he played actually in the Senior Bowl, and he played at University of New Mexico. He played quarterback in the NFL and USFL. He's coached college football, but his passion, and you can hear his passion, the Lord has given him this platform, and he is utilizing that platform in, in great ways. Some fun, some not all that fun. I, that sold-out youth foundation, that would be a difficult one for me to say was fun, but really re- rewarding, I, I am sure. Hey, Roman... Um, with with the Roman Gabriel Show, and you can do that at Um how are you finding guests? Is that an easy thing for you to do? I'm sure your Rolodex is a little different than mine, but how do you pick the guests that you're going to well, have on?
4: You know, I've been really fortunate because I grew up in my dad's era, so I got to know a lot of the players that played in the 60s and 70s. Uh, I started covering sports as a profession back in 1994, My first Super Bowl I covered was in '94, so I've done 20. This will be my 28th Super Bowl. Um, So, you know, through the radio shows that we've done, through the Q and A type of stuff, I've written for newspapers. I've done uh, as an evangelist. You know, I've worked with a lot of professional athletes on outreaches. Um, So, you know, the Rolodex is you know grows all the time. And you know, when you you know, I used to do a -a five-day-a-week show, three hours a day. So, you know, you had to. You know, my brother you know, was my producer, and he he would get the guests, and over the years, we've just become great friends, and the great thing about our show is is that athletes really want to be on it, Uh, because it's one of the few outlets they can come on where they have time to tell their story, and where they can talk about the thing they have passion most about, and that's their relationship with God, and how that fits into their profession, their home life, and how they use their platform to make a difference in many of them in young people's lives.
3: Man, amen to that, and and you know what, Roman? It's similar to Faith in the Zone. You know, on the station, the secular sports station we, that we're here in Milwaukee, and what's happened a lot since I had you on last time is because of the guests that we have all over the country. I, I'll get calls or emails from people all over the country saying, "Hey, I just want you to know that I really like Faith in the Zone." I got a, um, an email from a guy from Indiana. This was a while ago, and he said, "Hey, you—you you had this uh, basketball coach, Division Three coach, on from Indiana, and 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 we listened to it and really enjoyed it. And then what happened was we do a Bible study Saturday mornings. There's like twelve of us, twelve guys, and the waitress comes and and hands our, our, our us the menus, and then leaves for a while. No, she doesn't have to come back because we'll listen to the first segment of Faith in the Zone, and then she'll come. We'll order. We'll listen to the second segment." And then after we get done eating, the third segment—that's our jumping off point. And what he was—and what he said to me was like, "I love the fact that you talk a little smack." Like, you know, Roman, if I were to say to you, "Look, if you played in our turkey bowl here with the McGivern family during Thanksgiving and you were quarterback, I'd pick you off three times, pal. I would, I would bait <laughs> you and you know, stupid stuff like that. I couldn't pick off you know my the eight-year-old grandson anymore, but that's the kind of stuff I do." And he said, "Look, we love that." Please keep having fun with this, but it's it's such a good jumping-off point for us as a group of men to talk about some of the things and the testimony that your guests have. So I, I love the fact that you're doing this, and I, I would highly recommend people go to com. And take a listen to some of these, and and some of the guests he has are incredible. And again, don't think you're going to go to RomanGabrielShow.com and and stand there for five minutes and then go shopping or go to school or whatever. Spend half hour forty five. Make sure you have that amount of time because you're going to spend it listening to some of these shows. We're going to get to a break. On the other side of the break, all these all these uniforms this man has ever put on, and he's put on a lot of he's put some uniforms on, guys. We're going to ask him, we can put them all in the closet. What team would he play one more game for, and who would he play against? He is Roman Gabriel Third. Again, romangabrielshow.com or soldouttv.com for Sold Out Youth Foundation. Boy, I'll tell you what, he's got a lot going on, and all of it is good stuff. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan.
1: Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM The Fan.
2: Cause I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul ever since you rescued I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody
0: but Jesus. When Moses had stage fright and David brought a rock to a sword fight, you picked 12 outside nobody would have chosen. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone. I'm
3: 12 50 AM, the fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest, man, he has been so good and just so kind with his time today, and I really appreciate it. Roman Gabriel the Third, during the break, um, I didn't give him much uh, leeway or much uh, headway on this this question. Normally, I give people a little update, little you know, two days before. Hey, give this some thought. And so during the break, I said, "Hey, sorry about that. Hey, I didn't really give you much of a, you know, a time to think about." It. He goes, "No, don't worry about that. I already got it." I know, I I know that one. And and Roman, I gotta tell you, and you know this is interviewing people, sometimes you come up, you know, with a question that you think is going to be a one-off, right? You'll ask one person and maybe never bring it back again. This thing about a year ago, I asked somebody, and it's gotten to be something that a lot of people talk to me about, and and it's all over the board. You get uh, my and i don't know if it's my favorite it's the one that probably made me the saddest but we had a woman that played softball at south carolina and she's a gold medalist yeah yeah. she played for the olympic team won a gold medal won a national championship in softball at south carolina was a big time volleyball player in high school and i asked her this question and she said uh, my church softball team i said really well her husband three days before that she gave birth to her second child passed away suddenly He had been hit by lightning as a child and enlarged his heart and nobody knew it. And she said, yeah, I would want to play my church softball team just one more time because it was co-ed. And I played left center and my husband played short. And I get get to play softball with my husband one more time. And it just buckled me. It buckled me. And so we've had answers like that. And then we've had answers from guys that, like Bill Wegman last week played for the Milwaukee Brewers. He said, look, my last game with the Brewers. Phil Garner put me in right field the last inning. I'd love to do that again. It was so much fun. So I ask you, Roman Gabriel the Third, all the uniforms you've ever put on, what uniform do you pull out of the closet to put on one more time, and who would you play against?
4: Well, you know, a lot, you know, in my case, it would be the one that got away. Um, you know, when I was in high school at Gore Hills High School uh, in, in California, we had our best football team when I was a junior, and we were on a roll at the end of the season. We had a great offense and great defense, you know, really knew that we had an opportunity to win the, win the whole state championship. And, um, you know, we got through the first uh, two rounds and we were playing uh, in the quarterfinals. And, uh, and what ended up happening was is the number one seed had been beaten earlier that night. So we knew that the team coming in, if we could win this game, then then there was a real great path to play in the, the championship game. Um, so we were up against a good football team, uh, San Dimas High School, and we uh, got up on them 22 uh through three quarters. And uh, from that point on, everything that could go wrong in a football game went wrong, and uh, it ended up that we were down two points at the end of the game driving for a winning score. Uh, In our in our all-state tailback, you know, was struggling for some extra yards and fumbled, and we lost the game. Uh, And all of us sat on the bus on the way back. You know, didn't say a word. We all knew that that we had uh, lost the opportunity that was there—a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a state championship. And uh, you know, to this day, it's the bitterest loss that I've ever, uh, ever, ever, ever had. I mean, it was just. Uh, we had our 40th uh, reunion in high school a couple years ago, and we all said, you know, we all agreed that it was a game we should have won, and, and we could have been state champions, and we had that opportunity. And you know, the only few few opportunities come in life, and that would be the one that got away.
3: Oh boy, that's painful. I love to play
4: it again. Yeah, that I love to it, play it again.
3: As again, as a, f- a guy who coached a lot of high school basketball, that it, it, it that's painful for me to to hear that. And the. When, when when there are parents out there or kids out there that, you know, decide after their junior year, I'm not gonna play, I'm gonna quit. You know, I didn't get enough playing time last year and maybe I want to work on my car. Listen to this, man, forty years later, forty some years later, he didn't hesitate. This that's how much this meant. And and I believe that youth in high school sports, that that's a big key of what it is. And you go all the way back to that first segment and you, you ask me. You know, why I was so passionate about what we had talked about, so passionate about sold-out youth foundation that Roman's doing, it, it, it has a lot to do with this because I think when you get your kids involved in youth and high school sports, you have a better chance of keeping them drug and alcohol free because you have that carrot, man. They, they don't want to mess up. They don't want to not have to they sit on the sidelines for four games, eight games, ten games because they went out and had a beer so sold out well, foundation decision, a lot to do de- with it
4: de- decisions have consequences and that's what we try to teach kids today is that their window of opportunity is much slimmer than ours was because of social networking and because of politics and because of all the things that go on in this world today it's much tougher the 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 peer pressure on these kids is 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 heightened to a uh, you know something we never had and so i really Uh, feel for uh, these students today uh, that are going through what they're going through right now, because uh, I can tell you this, that it would have been devastating to miss my senior year of high school, you know, if we were in the same situation as these athletes were in last year that couldn't play and then had to graduate and watch their dreams and their goals go down the toilet because of what
3: took place. Amen. Amen. Roman Gabriel Third, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and, and being a second-time guest on Faith in the Zone. Um, have a great day, sir. Have a great weekend.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, everybody, just go to soldouttv.com and uh, you know be there for your students. That's, that's my biggest encouragement to you today.
3: There it is, soldouttv.com. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan.
1: You've been listening to Faith in the Zone, with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on
2: 1250 AM, The Fan. am just a Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the
0: world to see Nobody but Jesus When Moses had stage fright David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders Nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral we of the story is Everybody's got a purpose
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.